Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We are. Welcome and thank you for joining us, everybody. I hope you're having a good day. I am having a good day, Jim. How about you? I'm having a great day. Anytime I'm with you, honey, I am always having a great day. If people are watching us, um, they're seeing our new little background with our fish flying swimming by us <laughs> behind our head, right? I work for him fish. <laughs> our nice little virtual background. All right, so we'd love to have people check us out online, wouldn't we? We really would. I want to encourage everybody to go to our, um, if you're seeing us on Facebook, thank you, and you can connect to our Facebook page as well through this. But more importantly, the content that's on our website um, is the place where it really it's a hub for everything that we do. So check out iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. You know, Jesus called us to be shrewd stewards. What does that mean exactly? He also told us to be wise as serpents and as gentle as doves. How do you do all this and still maintain a high level of marketplace penetration? Take, for instance, the health insurance world. Their powerful lobby influences the minds and hearts of many in local, state, and national offices. So how do you fight their billions and trillions when you only have you, God, and a budget for maybe tens of thousands. Seems like a losing battle, but with God on our side, nothing is impossible. So today in our work, we're going to talk about the role of public affairs and strategy and how you could be a Christian fighting a battle among a whole field of full of Goliaths and you're David with one stone. That's the story of Sedera Health. Dr. Tony Dale joins us today and he's brought a powerful guest with him. Tony, welcome back to I Work For Him. Jim and Martha, thank you so much for the invitation. We're looking forward to today's conversation. Tony, as always, you bring cutting-edge interviews with you when we bring you on the air, and sometimes a little controversy. Since Sidera was God's idea, why do you need someone in charge of public affairs and strategy? Jim, that's like uh, a trick question. This, <laughs> this is like impossible to answer, uh, but uh, I'll do my best. Okay, uh, you've already made it clear with you know, with God on your side, you know, you plus God is always a majority. Uh, but actually, theologically, I think um, uh, you're raising a very important point. Uh, and uh, I'd like to take a second to answer it. Go ahead. I think it's so important. Um, you know, God calls us uh, to join him in his work. It, it says of Jesus in uh, John chapter 5 and verse 19 that he only did what he saw his father doing. So, you know, we, we as believers here on earth are called to cooperate in what we see God doing. Uh, but God's also chosen uh, in the vast majority of, of what we see in human experience to limit how he actively intervenes in human affairs. Uh, you know, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, but the incarnation didn't finish when Jesus went to heaven. Uh, the body of Christ is still here. Uh, we are his body. We're his hands and his feet. Uh, and so, you know, when God has a task that he wants to accomplish in the middle of human affairs, uh, of course, you know, God does what, whatever God does. Uh, but he also uses people as a prime agent uh, in that whole process. So, you know, the, the question, yes, of course, God, God can do whatever. But the reality is in the vast majority of situations, he then reaches out to us. I, I think that's really what the prayer life is. Uh, there was a book written some years ago uh, 
that was called Destined for the Throne. Uh, and it talks really about how we cooperate with God in his rule and reign uh, here, even, uh, you know, his kingdom come, his will be done. So, yes, we're actively involved in public affairs because we're actively involved in God's affairs. And that's what a lot of Christians don't realize is how much God wants to get involved in the details of our lives, in those intimate details. He cares about everything going on if we just would invite him in. So is it okay for Christians to be focused on swaying public opinion out there in the marketplace? Is that okay? Well, all of us, whether you know we view it as okay or not, are actually constantly swaying public opinion because we all have a sphere of influence. Uh, now, as you pointed out, our resources and our tools uh, may be limited, uh, but we've got an unfair advantage. Uh, in fact, there was a, a, another book written of that title, Our Unfair Advantage. Great book. About, it is a great book. Uh, and the presence of the Holy Spirit in the middle of our work uh, is really the key to what we do. Uh, and I think as Christians, we need the humility, and I pray that as a country— we'll gain the humility that we'll openly acknowledge that we need God in the middle of everything we do. And my prayer has always been that Sadira will be such an amazing success that people will look at it and say, well, even with that incredible team, they couldn't have done that without God. And mm -hmm. we want the Lord to get the glory. Mm. Such a great word. And I hope that people can translate that into their own lives because I know that something very similar is how Jim and I feel about us with um, what we do with I Work For Him and that people can't say, this is just because Jim and Martha, you know, they know how to do all this stuff. No, <laughs> it's all God. And he gets the credit for that. So, so Tony, you've brought a very special person to be on the show with us today. Why don't you introduce our guest? Well, I'd love to do that. Uh, you can see uh, Jenny's smiling face. Uh, Jenny Agamalian is uh, head of public affairs for Sidera. Uh, and uh, I'm going to tell you one very brief story. Uh, when she first came to meet us uh, uh, to consider whether or not she would be willing to work for her, I, I said, Jenny, I know you have a really strong background working for major insurance groups and whatever. Uh, and we would love to have your experience, uh, but uh, you need to understand we're not insurance. And I'm not going to say any more. I'm just going to let her move from that with your questions, and uh, let's see where this conversation goes. <laughs> wow, that's quite a setup there, Tony. Yes, you're not insurance, but you should check out Sidera online, S-E-D-E-R-A.com, Sidera.com. If you want to transform the way your company looks at providing benefits for health in your company, you need to check out Sidera. They're going to change the way you provide benefits for your people. So, Jenny. So, Jenny, we want to welcome you to the I Work For Him show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You bet. So tell us your Jesus story. Get us kind of into who Jenny Agam Agamalian. <laughs> it's a tricky one, isn't it? Um, well, thank you first and foremost for having me. It's always fun to spend extra time with Dr. Tony Dale. He's obviously a very compelling figure, and I'm very fortunate to get to spend so much time with him. Um, my Jesus story, it's a Fascinating question that I haven't been asked in quite some time. So I need to, to start finding ways to go to just introducing that into conversation. Uh, but my Jesus story is one of 
simplicity, if you can imagine that. I was raised by two uh, God-fearing parents who created a very firm and a very safe foundation for me as a child. Our family was raised going to church. Um, God was always there. And um, it was a very natural evolution in terms of learning about who God is, who Jesus is, and what he did for us on the cross uh, that led me to accept him as my Lord and Savior. It was a decision that I made in middle school. It was supported by my family, by my church, by my youth group. Um, And it was just a really um, rewarding experience, especially during those, you know, growth and sometimes awkward years in middle school to have that firm foundation uh, to build upon as I became an adult and moved away to college and and started a career. Mm. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So tell us how God led you then to where you are today with Sidera Health. So that's a great, <laughs> I love that you you use the word led. Um, I and, and anyone who knows me will tell you that I'm not easily led anywhere. I have a tendency <laughs> to want to lead. Um, I have a tendency to want to be right about things. And so while um, I had a very natural progression into my faith and my relationship, it doesn't mean that I was um, that I took to uh, the role of being a learner easily. Um, I often get to where I need to be by first testing all the other options. And so uh, it uh, was a bit of an interesting dynamic how I was introduced to Sidera, how I was introduced to uh, this new position that I'm in right now. Um, I was led to Sidera first by being led away from a previous role um, that I had where I really struggled to feel valued uh, and like my contribution mattered. Um, At times, uh, it was a very combative and sometimes toxic environment for me. Um, But being someone who doesn't like to not be right or make my own choices, I stayed for a long time and tried to make it work. Um, And it took a lot of encouragement and intervention from other godly people in my life, uh, my husband especially, to help me to move away from that. And eventually, uh, when I was willing and open to learning and being led, uh, found myself walking away from a career path altogether and investing in my home and in my family. I have three kiddos, um, and I became uh, fully invested in a leadership opportunity there in my family and in my community at large. In the course of settling into that new role, uh, I was led by my husband, uh, who I initially resisted into having an interview and a meeting with Dr. Dale. And this is what he kind of previewed uh, in his introduction of me. I took the meeting with him against my own personal wishes, but out of respect for my husband and the invitation that he had given me to go and have this meeting. You went kicking, dragging, and screaming. Okay. Uh-huh. Pretty much. <laughs> um, and, and, and there was a lot of uh, very uh, 
vocal prayer on the way there. Dear Lord, please don't let me embarrass my husband by being rude in this meeting because this is definitely not something I want to be doing right now. I've already made the decision that I don't need to be in a professional environment currently. I'm very invested and happy with the changes that I've made in my life, having moved myself from a bad situation and, and really enjoying this new chapter in my life. And so it was with that kind of internal dialogue that I walked into a meeting with Tony and, you know, had told myself, you know, the moment he says the words insurance and healthcare that I was just going to say, with all due respect, been there, done that, not interested in perpetuating the status quo of a broken system. I've finally gotten that out of my life. Mm -hmm. And um, I hope you find the person that you're looking for, but it's not me. So that was the speech that I had rehearsed. Um, and instead, you heard that Dr. Dale led with, this is an insurance. And then he followed that up with, and we're trying to change everything you know about healthcare. Yes. I mean, <laughs> what was I to do? Immediately, I was hooked and wanted mm. to learn more. And so that started my conversation with Tony and with the Sidera uh, leadership team. And that was in, I want to say, February of 2016. So it's been some time now. Um, and we start, I started in an advisory consulting capacity and, you know, still wanted to keep my options open, didn't want to fully commit to anything just yet. And I have just been drawn into the mission, the values um, and the purpose of Sidera from that very first meeting. We're talking today with Dr. Tony Dale and Jenny Agamalian. She's in charge of public affairs and strategy at Sidera Health. Tony Dale's the founder of Sidera Health. And Tony, one of the things I knew before you interviewed Jenny was that you pray about people that you interview. And so you knew exactly, you said, I know you did. You could tell us though, how did you pray before that? Do you remember how you prayed before you met with Jenny? I mean, how do you pray before you have these interviews? Because I know you've got a plan because you're always introducing the Holy Spirit into these conversations. Uh, Jim, you're right that I'm I'm always praying into these things, but I have zero memory of how (laughs) I prepared for that interview. All I know is that, you know, previously from my medical experience, very often I would see the Holy Spirit would lead me to ask a question or make a comment to a patient that was exactly what was needed to open things up. So it's no surprise to me when Jenny says that here was her thinking and and God had already prepared the response and he just needed someone dumb enough and empty enough that he could speak through that person. But he's able to do it through you anyway. Okay, because dumb is not you at all. Not not you at all. All right, so Jenny, you um, your role is in charge of public affairs and strategy for Sidera Health. What does that mean, really? Because people hear public affairs are like, what are you trying to cover up? We have an internal joke at Sidera because public affairs is a unique term and it's not an industry that is very well known outside of the people who practice uh, in public affairs. And so there's a common misperception that public affairs is public relations and it's restricted only to public relations. And we jokingly... uh, 
I, I am often teased about being in PR and I respond with, you know, if what I was doing was arranging red carpet appearances for celebrities all day long, that would be magical. I would really thoroughly enjoy that. But public affairs is so much more than that. Um, and it's not always the glamorous work. Public affairs, uh, the way that it is practiced at Sidera is, is fairly all encompassing. It involves everything we do that has an external facing audience uh, dynamic. And so principally what I do is work uh, in the public policy arena. I work with policymakers and with regulators uh, to help them better understand who Sidera is and what Sidera is trying to accomplish in the healthcare space. Um, there's a lot of thought leadership and policy development that goes into that. Um, the strategic element of that um, that really appeals to me is the problem-solving component, right? So, so much of what I do is based on relationships. Uh, working with decision-makers is very rewarding, but it's much more productive when you have the opportunity to get to know people at a fundamental level, understand what motivates them, uh, what they are passionate about, and then to help uh, shape the story that we tell and the solution that we provide in a way that appeals uh, to those fundamental desires. And so it's a really rewarding space. It is different every single day. Um, there is a lot of planning that goes into it, but very rarely do things go according to plan, if that makes sense. Sure. So there's a lot of contingency factors. We do a lot of triage. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a great industry for anyone who's ever been interested in exploring public affairs. Um, but specifically, it's, it's incredibly rewarding for me as somebody who is really interested in people mm -hmm. and in problem solving. So... For our listeners who have heard us talk with Tony Dale in the past, they know that Sidera is an environment where you have the freedom to share your faith and to um, and 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 being able to invest that in your space. How are you able, or what are you doing with your faith in your job with public affairs and strategy? Like, how do you explain that to people so that they're seeing? another vantage point of somebody infusing their faith in their work? It's a great question. So, you know, part of my own personal story is God always meeting me where I am and putting people in my life who love and support me at whatever stage of my faith journey that I'm in. And that is something that I try to do in the public affairs space as well. Um, when I'm getting to know somebody or trying to better understand what concerns um, a regulatory entity or a policymaker may have about who we are and what we do, I need to understand where they are in their own journey. Mm. Um, so often, you know, the values of our company will align beautifully with the values of the people that I'm working with. Um, and it's just a matter of trying to connect those dots and have them journey on this path with us to get to the final outcome that we that will be mutually beneficial. So we, I know that people in my life have a lot of patience for where I am and how my journey is progressing. And I try to extend that same patience and that same understanding uh, with the folks that I'm working with 
in order to get us where we ultimately want to be as a company. Um, and as, you know, as a person of faith who wants to be proud of the work that they're doing every day. All right. So here's a question that I didn't tell you I was going to ask. So Uh-oh. that's okay. You're in public affairs. You can spin anything you want. All right. But here's <laughs> the deal. You, you've, uh, you mentioned that in previous jobs, the work environments weren't necessarily as favorable to work in. Uh, and I know for a fact, because Martha and I have spent days at Sedera Health, you're working in a different place today. How how does this work environment compare? Knowing that this work environment is centered on Christ, even though not everybody there is a Jesus follower yet, how different? How does that make your job better? How different is that going into each and every day? I, I would fail to adequately express the difference in the environment that I have previously been in versus the one I'm in now. Um, The people that I'm surrounded with right now, the team that Tony and our CEO, Jamie Lagarde, have put together is truly extraordinary. Um, I am in awe of the expertise that they each bring to the table. I am so gratified knowing that there is mutual respect, that there is a true sense of collaboration and a desire to see each and every one of us fulfill our potential and be a contributor to the overall success of the company. There's so much grace that's extended to me on a regular basis, and I try to do the same um, and to model those behaviors um, that I see from, from so many other folks. Um, it, it, you know, when you, I grew up in the Texas Capitol, first as a legislative staffer for a public policy think tank, and then as a member of various legislator staff, and then as a lobbyist. And There's a tendency to think that if you are in a policy or political environment, that everything has to be combative, Mm -hmm. that you have to pick sides, you have to be entrenched, and in order for you to win, someone else has to lose. And it's because of the journey that I've been on, um, experience and getting older does actually help teach you a lot of of hard life lessons. but it's because I have that standard of comparison that I am so appreciative of the environment that I'm currently in. Awesome. I just wish it hadn't taken me so long to realize that leaving that toxic environment didn't mean quitting or failure on my part. It was actually finally listening, finally following and yielding to where God needed me to be. And we just need to put Tony Dale in charge of a nationwide think tank to teach couple hundred million business owners and leaders how to create that kind of culture in their workplace. And we're talking today with Dr. Tony Dale and Jenny Agamalian from Sedera Health, S-E-D-E-R-A.com, Sedera.com. If you want to look at a healthcare solution for your organization and you're sick and tired of talking about rising premiums for your insurance policies, this is a solution that is corporate healthcare sharing. It's different than anything you've looked at. It's not insurance. It's corporate healthcare sharing, and it's going to revolutionize the way you look at healthcare in your organization. Check them out online, sedera.com, sedera.com. Literally life-changing for any organization. All right. So, you know what? I'm we got in- a couple minutes left, so... Okay, just a couple minutes. One of the things I'm interested in, Jenny, is just, you know, with an environment where we would assume that, um, that the industry is intimidated by what Sedera is doing... How difficult is it to do your job? Well, I love my job. So it's not difficult to do it. What we're trying to do in changing the status quo is a heavy lift. 
Um, but yeah. from day one, uh, we have had a clear vision. Um, and we have really, you know, in our initial stages, worked to keep our head down and build a book of this, build a book of business to develop a story that we would be able to tell a compelling story, a success story, and to build an army of advocates who have firsthand experience of what this change in healthcare empowerment looks like and feels like. And because we were so diligent in the early years mm-hmm. to, um, to do the work, uh, we are in a position right now where um, we, we don't have to fight for attention. Uh, we don't have to fight to be noticed. We don't have to be unnecessarily loud or bright and shiny in order to um, attract attention. We right. are doing what we set out to do. And that success, that growth in and of itself is, um, well, one, inordinately rewarding for folks who are passionate about changing a broken system. But it has allowed us to really tell our story in a a really compelling and exciting way. Tony, it's got to be fun to hear Jenny's heart. You know, we didn't we didn't prep her on any of these answers. <laughs> she loves working there. You don't have yeah. to give her a raise for at least 10 years because she thinks it's such a great place to work. Good uh, idea. <laughs> no, but seriously, Tony, I, I, you've seen Jenny as a Christian working woman, a mom, a mother of, did you say three kiddos? Is that what mm-hmm. you said? Three kiddos who are, who she's educating right now online while she's doing this interview. <laughs> How has Jenny and her faith and just the environment that she works in at Sedera Health, how has it impacted the the path that Sedera is boldly plowing forward? Well, it's had a huge influence uh, at all sorts of levels. And, uh, you know, you you rightly talk about Jenny as a mom, uh, you know, a wife. Uh, She's very involved in her community. She's very involved in her kids. And in the middle of all that, Uh, She has this incredibly responsible job that she has uh, handled extraordinarily well at Sidera. So, you know, what's the impact? Well, the impact, at at least for starters, is that it moderates a bit of a firebrand like me to make sure that I don't put my foot in my mouth all the time. Um, uh, But it goes way beyond that because really public affairs is very, very closely aligned with uh, with ideas of business strategy. Uh, of how do we prepare the groundwork in such a way that what we're trying to accomplish in transformation of the the healthcare system uh, can really be effectuated. Uh, So uh, her role is very important, and it would be uh, really typical of of this great team that she described. And for all of us, uh, I think we honestly believe it's a privilege to work where we do, in the environment we do, and you know, to, to love the opportunity to, to watch iron sharpening iron inside our, our work community with the community of companies and employees that we're building all over the country uh, and then into the broader community of what's going on in the public affair world uh, where we believe transformation is possible. So, yeah, it's been great. You know, I am just so thrilled to hear what um, the standard that you guys have set for the industry in the fact that you are living out 
what you set out to do, what Jenny said, and I think a lot of people can take that home to their own work environment and say, you know, if we live out what we set ourselves to do and we know that that's our path, that we don't need to, you know, light off fireworks to get attention when people see that you are being diligent in doing what you said you're going to do. And I think a lot of us can apply that. There's so many nuggets in today's um, show that we can take home with us and apply in our own work industry. So thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, and Jenny Agamelli and I had lots more questions for you, but we're out of time. So maybe there's another time in the future for you to come back and join us again. Jenny Agamelli in Public Affairs and Strategy at Sedera Health along with Dr. Tony Dale. Thanks for being on I Work For Him today. Thank you so much thank for having us. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. Ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at iworkforhim to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com. I work the number number four, him.com.